to. Focus on a goal. The biggest difference between a leader and a boss is motivation. What the leader wants is to achieve a goal or set of objectives. Ego is not part of the equation. Those who would follow don't feel that they make the efforts for someone else's glorification. By focusing on goals, the leader also makes it possible to track the success of the venture. With a clear agenda, the group can see if it is approaching its goals. Giving yourself permission. For similar reasons, being persuasive, popular, or charismatic isn't the same as being a leader. And a good thing, too. Few people have that sort of animal magnetism, and yet many who don't still want and need the ability to lead no matter where they find themselves. But when you know that anyone at any level can lead, you've given yourself permission. No longer do you have to wait, frustrated and angry, that nothing happens. By taking responsibility for a goal, leaders also take charge in their own lives. In the process of helping a group strive toward a common goal, leaders actually do become bosses of themselves. Leading at Work The most obvious place where you might find yourself needing to lead is at work. If you have people who work for you, you need to get them to do their jobs. You might have to get other departments to buy into your plans, or talk your boss, everyone has at least one, into accepting your recommendations. That means gaining active cooperation. Spreading leadership around. Leadership can't be relegated to managers either. Many aren't good leaders, and even the best managers can't oversee all the things that need to be done. If no one below the managerial level is willing to lead, nothing gets done. Small tasks in and of themselves may seem insignificant, but add them up over a long enough period of time, and inattention can turn to financial disaster for the entire company. Leading in Society Leadership may be typically associated with business, but leading is necessary in all parts of life. Nonprofit organizations offer a broad view of the various needs for leadership. Each nonprofit has a mission, and that means people have to lead to reach the goals. Leadership can happen in an executive office or other high-ranking position. It can also come, as in business, from people willing to roll up their sleeves and take full responsibility for getting a job done. Although it's important for socially oriented organizations to have the right top leadership, it's just as important to have leadership throughout. The person who makes sure the community theater has a set for its next production. Someone to put together the volunteer cooking schedule for the Kids' Baseball Association. Someone to arrange the blood drive at the community center. People skills. Skills for leading are vital. You can't be a leader without them. The first type of skill is working with people. Because leadership always involves others, you must learn how to effectively coexist and pursue goals with them. They fall into three categories, communication, motivation, coaching. Leadership cannot exist without communication. If people can't communicate with each other, they certainly cannot work together and ensure that as a group they accomplish their goal. Communicating well to lead. To reach a goal, a group needs a shared intent, common meaning, and coordination. The better you can communicate, the better you can help people work together and the more effectively you can collectively reach the goal. The first part of communication is learning to speak and write clearly. If you want people to follow you, they have to know who you are, what you represent, what you can do, and where you want everyone to go. 
it's actually much easier than most people think. Later in the book, you'll learn a lot about how to get your meaning across to others and how to be persuasive. But that is only one part of communication. You must also develop your listening skills. People you work with should always feel that they can come to you with ideas, suggestions, and problems, and that you'll be interested, patient, and willing to hear what they have to say. Finally, you must learn to involve the people on your team in meaningful ways, giving them the power and the opportunity to make a difference and working to recognize and retain them. Stoking the Motivational Fires To really motivate people, that is, get them to approach a goal in a creative way, you have to combine various approaches. That may include such traditional methods as rewards and public recognition of accomplishments of team members, but motivation also extends to helping people find new ways of approaching their tasks and helping them find value for themselves in what they are doing. It's creating a